Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I was just out and about. Thought I'd see if anybody wanted to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast's daily NBA show. Featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire. What up, homies? Welcome back to the Bet Slippin' Podcast. This is our daily NBA postseason show. We're recording this Monday, May 2nd. There's a two-game slate in the NBA tonight. Um, the second round of the NBA postseason started on Sunday, May 1st, with the Milwaukee Bucks upsetting the Boston Celtics on the road and then the Golden State Warriors um, winning but not covering as favorites uh, on the road against the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, the two games that are being played tonight are the Philadelphia 76ers visiting the um, the Miami Heat, uh, three seed Miami, uh, the three seed Philadelphia 76ers playing the one seed Miami Heat, and then the one seed uh, Phoenix Suns hosts the four seed Dallas Mavericks for the second game in the NBA postseason doubleheader on Monday, May second. Both games are going to be on TNT. Uh, and I have best bets for uh, each game, and I have a player prop and a side in each game. So four best bets in total. Uh, quick recap on my playoffs thus far. Right now, I'm 16 and 21 on the playoffs. I went 0 and 2 in the play-in games, and 16 and 19 um, in the first round. So very disappointing first round and play-in um, um, rounds, I guess, of of the postseason. So. Hopefully we can get it going. Um, didn't didn't do a podcast yesterday in the first day of uh, the game two or the the second round of the NBA playoffs, which is slightly disappointing. But it was a Sunday. I uh, didn't really, uh, and I'm I'm also traveling, so I didn't have time to even uh, record the podcast. But I did edge out some time today, and I do like this slate a little more than I liked yesterday's slate anyway. So. My four best bets. I'm going with the Mi- I'm actually going with both favorites. I'm going with the Miami Heat minus seven and a half points. I'm taking the Phoenix Suns minus five and a half points. And my two player props are: I'm going over eight and a half points for uh, Miami Heat point guard Gabe Vincent, and I'm going over one and a half made three pointers for Phoenix Suns power forward Jay Crowder. Before I get into that, though, let me shout out the odds provider. And the sponsor of this podcast, our friends at Typico Sportsbook. They're a global sports betting leader that's now live in New Jersey and Colorado. You can make your favorite sports more interesting with Typico's fast and easy mobile sportsbook app. New users from this podcast can get a special welcome bonus at usatodaybet.com slash podcast. That's usatodaybet.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions do apply. You must be 21 or older to game. Please see Tipico's website for details. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER for New Jersey and 1-800-522-4700 for Colorado. Please remember to gamble responsibly. Okay, so on the heels or coming off of a, a um, disappointing first round and, and, and playing in round for me, again, I'm only 16 and 21 
um, in the playoffs thus far. So very disappointing. I was or one fourteen and eighty three in the regular season, so thirty one games above five hundred. But I am giving some of that back here in the postseason. Um, just a real quick recap on the last bed slipping podcast. Um, I was three and three Thursday, April twenty eighth. I missed with the Toronto Raptors plus one and a half in their uh, elimination game against the Philadelphia 76ers, which obviously the 76ers won by. They actually throttled the Toronto Raptors in the second half, outscoring them, I think, by 35 points. Uh, I did cash a player prop in that game, though, went under six and a half rebounds for James Harden. Um, whiffed with the New Orleans Pelicans plus two and a half um, in its elimination game against the Phoenix Suns. Obviously, the Phoenix Suns. Um, um, beat the Pelicans and advanced to the second round, now hosting the Dallas Mavericks. And I also whiffed with the Mikhail Bridges under 16.5 point prop. He actually scored on a breakaway dunk in like the final, I don't know, 90 seconds of that game to to go over his player prop, uh, his point prop total. So that sucked. But I uh, went 2 and 0 in the Dallas Mavericks games, uh, game hitting the Mavericks money line and its series clinching victory over the Utah Jazz. And I took under Donovan Mitchell two and a half made three pointers, and he only hit two three pointers. So three and three in my last um, NBA uh, bet slipping podcast for the first round of the playoffs. Um, so I, I was hoping to finish, obviously, uh, I would have needed a 6-0 and night to be above 500 heading into the second round. I, I felt good about my picks, just didn't get there on a few of them. So hopefully the second round is a lot more profitable than the, for the first round for me. I'm feeling still very, very confident. I had a decent day and then uh, a Sunday in the first in the first uh, in the first day of the second round, but unfortunately didn't record a podcast for that day. Anyways, let's get into the handicaps for these games, which again include a side and a player prop in each. In the first one, Philadelphia 76ers visiting the Miami Heat for Game One of their Eastern Conference semifinal series. Uh, the game, both games tonight are on TNT. This one tips off at 7:30 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, these teams tied two to two straight up and against the spread during the regular season. The total is one and three towards the under. Um, but I'm taking, I'm laying the points of the Miami Heat, a minus seven and a half. Um, it, I, I just feel like the loss of Joel Embiid for games one and two at least. Um, his timetable for return is up in the air, moving past that. But he's Joel Embiid's already been ruled out for games one and two after sustaining a orbital fracture and a concussion in the final minutes of the Phillies um, beatdown of the Toronto Raptors in Game Six in Toronto. But Joel Embiid was an MVP finalist this season. He's uh, the centerpiece of Philly's offense and defense. In fact, um, Philly's defense is really going to be a question mark without Joel Embiid. I mean, his their their um, effective field goal percentage, their defensive effective field goal percentage, um, uh, dropped by by twelve percent when Joel Embiid is off the floor. So uh, Miami Miami. Is probably going to eat up Philly's defense um, without Embiid on the floor. He's six and on-off net rating for the season. So, I mean, he's honestly, like, the numbers back up his importance to Philly. Um, also, Maxi has been less effective when Embiid is off the floor. And and for Philadelphia to advance past Miami, especially without Embiid in the early part of the se- series at least, 
they're really going to need James Harden, Tyrese Maxey, and Tobias Harris to step up. I think Tobias Harris is going to have trouble um, with P.J. Tucker most likely sticking him. Maybe Jimmy Butler takes some shots at guarding him. Either way, Miami's defense um, is, is actually better than, than Toronto's defense, and they just have more, I guess, depth and defensive versatility. But, again, the, the loss of Embiid for me, at least in the first two games in Miami, is going to be is going to be insurmountable for, for Philly. Um, I believe they're 1-4-1 one against the number in their last six games in Miami. So uh, the Sixers struggle in Miami as it stands. And, and Miami's perimeter defense, I think, is going to eat up Philadelphia's guards. Um, Ma- Miami has a massive edge in ball security, at least um, based on the first round um, numbers. Miami had the best defensive turnover rate in the first round versus an Atlanta team that didn't turn the ball over in the regular season, actually. So... Uh, Miami's backcourt and perimeter defense against Trey Young was 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 uh, was sick, and I think it's going to be awesome against James Harden against Tyrese Maxey. Neither one of which I really consider true point guards. Um, and and Philly, um, they were they they did struggle to um, they did struggle with ball security in the first round. They were twelfth out of twenty charted teams in offensive turnover rate. Or excuse me, twelfth out of sixteen charted teams and offensive turnover rate in the first round, and they had the second to last defensive turnover rate in the playoffs. So they're not forcing a lot of turnovers, and they are getting a little clumsy with the ball. And those issues are just further. Um, um, I don't know. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna be a, um, a bigger difference now that Embiid won't be playing in the series, or at least in the first two games. Um, and my player prop here, I'm going over Gabe Vincent, over, over eight and a half points for Gabe Vincent, which is priced at minus 120 on Tipico. He's actually the only Heat guard or ball handler that's not on the injury report heading into this game. I think a lot of these guys are going to play, but Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, uh, Max Struess is are all listed as questionable, as is Caleb Martin. And, and Kyle Lowry is actually going to miss the game. So Gabe Vincent is starting this game. He's went over, or he, he averages 11.7 uh, points per game and 27 starts this season. And again, his player prop for this game is 8.5 points. Philly's defensive, uh, a backcourt defense is, is terrible. Tyrese Maxey's okay. James Harden is not a good backcourt defender. Um, and Gabe Vincent's went over eight and a half points in three of the f- um, three of the five first round playoff games he played in, and in both of his first round playoff starts, um, he's also averaging twenty one points per game in his two games against the Philadelphia 76ers this year. So I'm going to add over eight and a half points scored by Gabe Vincent to Miami Heat's minus seven and a half on my bet slip for my two best bets in the first game. And looking at the second game, the Dallas Mavericks, the four seed, visiting the Phoenix Suns, who are the one seed. Uh, Phoenix has really owned Dallas since getting uh, Chris Paul last season. In fact, they're 6-0 and straight up, 4-2 and against the number. Um, Luka missed uh, the first two Dallas-Phoenix meetings this season, both of which the Mavericks actually covered but lost outright. Um, and the total is 2-4. and four against the number um, in their six head-to-head since the beginning of last season, which, again, was when um, 
Phoenix acquired Chris Paul and uh, the offseason last year. So I'm going to lay the five and a half points with the Phoenix Suns, though. That's my, my best bet on the side in this one because uh, the expression goes, public dogs have fleas. Uh, there's more money and action on Dallas, according to pregame.com and the Yahoo Sports app. Um, and it's just it's just rare where the house needs the better team uh, to win. And, you know, you want to be on the same side of the house, ideally, when um, sports betting, because the house has skyscrapers in the desert, right? You know, they, they make the money. Um, and since the public loves betting favorites, I, I love uh, fading a public underdog because it's rare, again, that the house needs the better team to win. Uh, Phoenix, I think, played a much tougher first-round series in Dallas as well. Um, I think Dallas getting past Utah was more of an indication of, of how poorly Utah was playing entering the season and or entering the postseason and just indicative of how over it Utah was as a franchise with its like current setup with Rudy Gobert, Quinn Snyder, Donovan Mitchell. It's just a stale product they're putting out there. And I think the whole jazz culture was kind of over this iteration of the Utah team. Um, and New Orleans, Phoenix's first-round opponent was, was plucky and trending much better uh, in a much better direction than Utah entering the postseason. I, I was high on New Orleans in that series. I took some shots on them to beat the Suns, actually, when it was announced Devin Booker would probably miss the series. He actually was a surprise start in Game 6. Um, but him coming back on the floor, obviously, um, added adds uh, the best score on Phoenix's team back into its offense. So that's huge. Um, again, he missed uh, most of, or he missed most of three games in that Phoenix New Orleans series. And Devin Booker has actually outplayed Luka Doncic historically. Um, Devin Booker seven and one in eight career head to head meetings versus Luka. They're averaging both 27 points per game. Um, Devin Booker is shooting seven percentage points better from the floor. He only has um, like roughly one less assist per game, but he also has one less turnover per game. So Devin Booker has outplayed Luka historically, and a lot of these, a, a few of these games are even before Chris Paul got into town. Um, and Phoenix performs better versus top 10 teams and top 10 defenses. Obviously, both are top 10 um, by adjusted net rating, and both are top 10 by defensive rating. But Phoenix has a better winning percentage and adjusted net rating versus top 10 teams and top 10 defenses. Um, but my player prop in this one, I'm going over Jay Crowder, one and a half made three-pointers, which is priced at minus 105. So it's kind of cheap. Um, apparently, it's a square play. I could see that being the case. You know, it's a small number. Jay Crowder likes to put up three-pointers. Um, but I think this we're getting a cheap price point for Jay Crowder because he's 0 for 6 in the playoffs and, and going over this prop total. So he hasn't hit um, two three-pointers in any one playoff uh, game this season. He's only shooting 11.5% from the three-point line. Um, this postseason, but I think it'll turn around for Jay Crowder. He's obviously a seasoned vet. He's been in the postseason, I think, for like six or seven straight years. He's played in numerous finals, including last year. Um, he's actually went over one and a half made three-pointers in 47 of his 79 career playoff starts. Um, he's 
He's went over one and a half, made three pointers in 15 of his 22 playoff games last year. Again, is 0-6 this year. So I think he is due uh, for a breakout shooting night, or at least go over these two and a half made three pointer or one and a half made three pointers. He went over one and a half made three pointers in two of his three games against the Dallas Mavericks this season. And he shoots three percentage points higher from behind the arc at home. So let's go ahead and add over one and a half made three pointers for Jay Crowder to the Phoenix Suns minus five and a half um, play. And then we're also going to hit the Miami Heat minus seven and a half and add Gabe Vincent's over eight and a half points scored prop for our four best bets in the Monday, May 2nd NBA postseason slate. Best of luck to you guys, whether you fade or follow me. Make sure to do all your own homework on this stuff. If you're in Colorado and New Jersey, please check out Typico Sportsbook, and I'll talk to you guys. I'm actually flying Tuesday, so I'll probably talk to you guys Wednesday. Peace out. Thought I'd see if anybody wants to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast Daily NBA Show, featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire.